It's been said that every quilt tells a story, and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. Carolyn Burgess's quilt, Wings of Hope, caught my eye as I scrolled through Facebook. Then after seeing her post, The Angels of Hope quilt, I had to contact her for an interview. Yes, there's a story behind these beautiful quilts, and of course, I wanted to hear Carolyn's story. For those of you who applique, you'll want to check out her studio, Appliques, Quilts, and More. So glad to have Carolyn Burgess with me today. Welcome, Carolyn. Thank you, Polly. I'm glad to be here. Let's start with where were you born and raised? I was born in Columbus, Ohio, but I was raised in Cleveland, and I graduated from Strongsville High School. I'm a wife of 53 years, a mother of six, and a grandmother of nine. Wow. Do your kids live near you, or did they all move away? Most of them are in the area. My youngest daughter got married last year in Alabama, and that's where her and her husband currently live. It's nice to have them close. Oh, yes. Really nice. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your employment. Well, I've done all kinds of stuff. Uh, when I graduated high school, I became an executive secretary for several years while my husband was in the Army. We owned a tavern for three years. Being a realtor, an insurance agent, a financial paraplanner, and I've owned three Dairy Queens. Wow. At the same time or different? At the same time. Oh, cool. Well, I started in 1990 with one, and 1991 with another one, and 1992 with the third. <laughs> well, that grew. Yeah. It was a lot of work, but a lot of fun, and it gave all my teenage kids a job and helped them with, you know, college. Nice. Well, I jumped ahead, so let me jump back here a minute. Do you have a special childhood memory? Not particularly. I mean, I had a good childhood because we lived in Cleveland. All our relatives lived in Columbus. So I guess, you know, traveling to Columbus to visit the relatives on holidays and stuff like that would be a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm down here in Marietta, and it takes about two hours to Columbus and about four hours to Cleveland. Is that about an hour and a half, two hours for you between Cleveland and Columbus? Well, now it is, but when we were kids, 71 was not open, and it used to take us six hours to go from Cleveland to Columbus. Really? Yes. And my children just can't fathom that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can get down there in about an hour and a half. Yeah. We would leave right after school, and we would get to Columbus like 10 o'clock at night. Wow. It's amazing how the world's opened up. Oh, yes. I remember when they built 71, I was in high school, and my future husband and his boss would drag race down 71 in sections that weren't open. (laughs) My next question is, where do you live now, and how did you get there, which... We've covered a little bit, but you mentioned your husband was in the Army, so did you move around with that? Uh, Yeah, we started in Lakewood, 
We moved 14 times in eight years because he was in the Army. Wow. We've lived in Columbus, Colleen, Texas, Laurel, Maryland, back to Ohio. We lived in Lakewood for 21 years, and then we moved to Brecksville. But after my kids all left, the house was too big, and we downsized, so we moved back to Lakewood. And we've been here ever since. Neat. Yeah, I like Lakewood because it's very convenient. It's a walking distance to stores, restaurants. Well, actually, I was going to say everything but a quilt shop, but we do have a new quilt shop. (laughs) Besides quilting, what other crafts do you do or have you done? Crocheting. I've made every one of my children an afghan. I like county cross stitch. I've attempted knitting. I've only done a couple of things. I enjoy crocheting a lot more. My favorite thing to do is cooking. And my favorite time of the year is Christmas. So we have a huge Christmas dinner with 30-some people. And that's basically just my kids, their kids, and a few family friends. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I also like to fly fish. Oh, do you? Yeah. My husband and I go a couple of times throughout the year. We Google where they stock the ponds. And we go out and have a good time. Just sit back and relax. I also like gardening. We have a vegetable garden every year. How big is your garden? Let's see. We have two rows that are probably two feet by 12, and we grow tomatoes, peppers, zucchini, eggplant, sometimes jalapenos, and a lot of herbs. Hmm. I wish I knew more about herbs. We've just got the basic, like basil, oregano, thyme, parsley, and then I grow chamomile flowers. I like chamomile tea, especially in the wintertime. Oh, cool. Now I'm curious how you dry that for your tea, or do you? I just pick the flowers and let them sit in the sunshine through a window. Nice. Who introduced you to quilting? My friend Heidi Dietz introduced me to quilting. I used to make my own clothes as a teenager, and I used to make my kids' clothes until they wanted fad things. But (laughs) when my second oldest daughter got pregnant, she wanted a rag quilt, and quilts in the store were like $250, and I thought, well, if I buy her that, she's not going to get anything else. So Heidi has an embroidery business, and she's very knowledgeable about everything sewing and craft-related, and she's kind of been my mentor. So she showed me how to quilt. (laughs) And I've been quilting ever since 2008. And she's kind of been my partner in crime since then, too. (laughs) Fun. I know you do a lot of applique. Did that first quilt have applique on it? All my quilts are applique. The first quilt I made, I call it the Baltimore Christmas Express. And it was based on a P3 pattern. And I don't remember what they called it. It was a Baltimore Christmas something or other. But theirs was a little more intricate than what I started with. But that's where I got it. And that's basically my favorite quilt. And I also had a member of a quilt guild that I belonged to that did ruching on one of her quilts. And I thought that looked really spectacular. So she taught me how to do that. So my first applique quilt also has a ruched border really makes it stand out, and it's really quite different. I don't think I've heard of that before. Could you tell me what that is? 
What ruching is yeah. just basically the gathering of the fabric on both sides, so the border is totally gathered. Huh. It looks really cool. It sounds I don't know neat. if I sent you a picture of that or not. If not, I will send you one. Great. Well, my next question was describe your favorite quilt, but you just mentioned your first quilt was your favorite. That is my favorite, yes. When I went, and Christmas is my favorite time, so it's not going anywhere. <laughs> How about a color palette? Do you prefer one color over another? My favorite colors are red and purple, but I really like the warmer colors. How about a favorite tool? Well, that would be my laser. When I started with the rag quilt, I bought one of those AccuCut Grand Marks, which is what the schools use to do Washington, your letters and all that stuff. And one day, a fabric person came in, a wholesaler, and showed me some pre-cut flowers. And I asked him how they did that, and he told me with a laser. So I kind of thought, ooh, that looks very interesting. So Heidi and I and my sister, we went all around Ohio and Pennsylvania. We found a laser, and I found two that I really liked that were made in America. But the one company that I really wanted the laser from wouldn't come down $500, and my husband's a financial planner, so (laughs) he wouldn't let me buy that one. (laughs) So we got the other one. I didn't have to buy dyes anymore. I wasn't stuck to a specific size. So I can take a letter now and I can make it from a half an inch to 18 inches. Or I can make very intricate designs. You know, I can just look at something and make it so much better. I mean, it just opened a whole world of possibilities. And that is my favorite tool. Wow. No wonder you can make such beautiful items that I saw on your website. And what's really nice is I do custom laser cutting. Mm -hmm. So if a person sends me a photo of their father and their son, and they want to make a silhouette out of that, I can do that for them. That makes their quilt totally unique and special. I had a lady that sent me pictures of her daughter and a horse, and it had a lot of foliage in the background and we were able to take all that out and cut her silhouettes to make her daughter a quilt. It's really nice to be able to make something special for someone else. And I think that's my favorite part. Yeah. Now tell me about your favorite part of the process with your quilts. Probably designing. I like to do the creative part. I don't mind putting the quilt together. I quilt my own small quilts, but my big ones I take to a long armor, but I really hate binding. <laughs> I actually have the person who does my long, big quilts put the binding on for me because I just hate binding. It just never looks professional. <laughs> <laughs> and I go through all the trouble with my appliques and silhouettes that they're accurately cut and precision and my binding looks terrible. So that's my least favorite part. But designing is my favorite part. Describe your worst quilting experience. I don't know if I've really had a worst quilting experience. I mean, like everybody else, I I have a friend called Jack the Ripper. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really think I've had anything that's completely destroyed. Yeah. 
that's caused me grief. Nothing that's made you put something away for years? No. I mean, I have put things away for years, but it wasn't because it was the quilting. It was because life got in the way. Yeah. My husband has an antique car, and I found antique car fabric one year. and I was making him a quilt, and, well, it sat in the cupboard for about 10 years before I finally finished it because we moved or things got in the way, but yeah. it finally got done. <laughs> Why would you make a quilt instead of working on a different hobby? I enjoy making quilts because it brings enjoyment to others and they can take a look at my designs and get inspiration and create something for themselves, which is why I like the designing part. We also do a lot of collaborations with other designers where we promote each other's products through creating sample blocks. People can download a free block. Right now there's one going on called the USA Around the Block Tour and there's a new designer every week featuring a state that they like or they lived in or one of the territories. And we have all those designers sharing their information and I share my information. It's really a lot of fun. I like quilting because it's fun. I like to go to shows, which we haven't done, but I like to meet the people, get their ideas. People come up to me at a show and say, can you do this? Well, if you email me a photo, I can let you know if I can do it, whether or not it would be too expensive or, you know, whatever. But it makes it really nice. I really like that aspect. We also make quilts to donate to special fundraisers or special causes for cancer and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that flows into my next question of who do you make them for? Mostly because Heidi's daughter was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, we make ovarian cancer quilts in teal. And a lot of my regular applique products have some kind of teal in them as well, just to support the cause. But we support autism, breast cancer. We do a lot for the NICUs and things like that. We donate things too. We just had a meeting at one of the guilds last year before this COVID thing hit, and a speaker came in and said one of the local correction facilities that's nearby, the men were making quilts, and they were taking scraps, and we donate a lot of scraps so the prisoners can make quilts. Cool. And then they donate those to somebody in need. Yeah. That must really be good therapy for them. I would think so. It's good therapy for me and most other people who quilt say it is. It's cheaper than therapy. <laughs> Can you tell me what you're working on right now? Right now I am designing a new ovarian cancer quilt. The base of it will be of a log cabin design with some appliques. Nice. And then I have a lot of little projects in line. I'm designing a couple of new Christmas wall hangings, some table runners, things like that I do throughout the year. Describe your sewing area for me. My husband bought a small office building. Well, actually, when he bought it, it was a Chinese laundry. <laughs> when we converted it into an office building, and he used to rent it out. And then when his business got expanded we took over the whole building 
Well, I have one of the suites in that building now, and it's about 15 by 20, and I have quilts all over the walls and kits everywhere, fabric everywhere. I have a, my laser and my cutting table and my ironing board. They're all in the back side of the room, and the year before when I broke my ankle, I had to learn to move everything closer, oh, no. <laughs> make it much more efficient because that way I didn't have to hop around so much. So everything got better organized. It's really nice. So is that the area that you show a little video on your website? Is yes. It, okay. That's really nice. People could see your wonderful quilts in that. That's cool. My new favorite thing to do with the least favorite thing I have to do is binding. And I like the new Wonder Clips. Oh, yeah. They actually help me get binding on a little bit better. Hmm. I still hate binding, but it's made life a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like when I was pinning, I was always sticking myself or, you know, but I really like the Wonder Clips and I really think that helps hold the fabric in place better and not bunch it up like pins do. Yeah. Well, we've talked about your business a little bit. Tell me the name of your business. It's called Appliques Quilts and More, and we're located in Lakewood, Ohio, which is just west of Cleveland. We've got over 2,000 products, including pre-cut appliques and silhouettes. We sell patterns, fabric, and quilt kits. I do not carry notions because I'm not a full-fledged quilt shop. I'm just a studio. People come, and under the circumstances with COVID, right now it's by appointment. Like I said before, I do custom laser cutting service. I don't cut anything that's copyrighted, and I don't cut other people's templates that are copyrighted. I can do basic squares, triangles, you know, stuff like that. But if it's a specific template that another designer has created, uh, those kind of things I won't do. Step on their toes, per Right. Se. I believe we touched on this also, but... Can you describe how you went from having quilting as a hobby to doing it as a business? Basically, the laser made it my business. It was very expensive, and I had to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So up until that time, I was just selling stuff on eBay or Etsy, and whatever little money I got from that, I would use to buy another dye. But once I found the laser, we had to make it a business because I had to pay for it. Yeah. And share with me a little bit more about this Wings of Hope quilt that you've designed. Our Wings of Hope quilt, we donate quilts to the M.D. Anderson auction every other year when they have their auction. Heidi's daughter was diagnosed with ovarian cancer when she was 28 years old. So we've changed our focus from the breast cancer to the ovarian cancer, and we've tried to design some type of quilt for ovarian cancer every year and donating it to the auction every other year. The Hope Quilt, we had a booth in Paducah our first year and our booth was next to Missouri Star and they had a flower quilt hanging on their wall that was mirrored. One side might be pink and the other side would be white and you know different colors and I decided that would be a perfect way to use a butterfly and Heidi's daughter liked butterflies. So we designed this Wings of Hope quilt with butterflies with the ovarian cancer ribbon as the body. 
and we donated that to the MD Anderson auction for 2019. And it traveled with them to Quilt Festival and other shows that they were doing to promote their cause. And it got a lot of attention. I actually got an email from them one day that said, this is very popular. We're going to have a bidding war. It raised $1,000 in four or five bids. Wow. We were just blown away. We were so ecstatic that we raised so much money for such a great cause. Mm -hmm. Our first quilt that we did was the rag quilt that I had made. I made a baby one for my daughter while we made one that said Hope for the first auction, and it got $375. So we do like to do that because it gives them an opportunity to raise the money and it gets awareness out there. We also donate for any quilt pattern or quilt kit that is purchased for either our Wings of Hope and our new one is called Angels of Hope. We donate $5 to OROC. Now, OROC is outrun ovarian cancer and they do research and awareness in Northeast Ohio. So for every pattern or quilt kit we sell, we donate $5 to OROC. Nice. Our new design is, like I mentioned, with Angels of Hope. I decided not to do this one in teal only because purple is kind of the overall cancer awareness. If you Google on some of them, at least some of them say that. So we made our Angels of Hope in purple. And it, again, is a mirrored quilt with the angel wings and a ribbon body instead of the butterfly antennas as a head, as a person. So this is going to the auction very soon here for this year's auction, and I hope it does just as well as Wings of Hope did. Yeah. I was going to ask you why you went to purple, so that that answers that. Also, just for a change of pace. (laughs) (laughs) Everything I was doing was teal. Yeah. And teal is actually a hard color to find. Is Um, it? It's so pretty, though. Yeah, you've got aqua that's not quite right, and you've got turquoise that's not quite right. But blank quilting just came back. When we started this, blank quilting had a collection called Inspiration for Ovarian Cancer, and that was in 2012. Mm -hmm. They just brought back a new collection of ovarian cancer fabric that's due to ship out, I believe they said in September. So we're real happy about that. Yeah. It makes it easier when all the fabrics coordinate than trying to find hit or miss colors that don't go very well. Mm-hmm. Now, how long have you been in business? As a hobby from 2008 to 2012, and I've been in business since 2012. It'll be nine years. And your business name pretty much tells people what exactly you do. Is that how you came up with it? Yes. Well, basically, when I was doing it as a hobby, it was appliques. And once I got the laser, I said, well, we just can't sell appliques. We could do other things. So I chose appliques, quilts, and more because that way it kind of covered a lot of territory. You know, it incorporated silhouettes and fabric and quilt kits and things like that. So besides, I also wanted a word that started with A. (laughs) So is there anything else you want to share about what your business offers? No, I think I've pretty much covered it. Like I said, I love to do the custom laser cutting. I can use my fabric or they can send me fabric if they want things cut. 
other than designing, is my favorite part to do because it makes their quilts unique to them. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody else is going to have one just like that. Yeah, I love that. And where can people find you? On the website at www.appliquesquiltsandmore, and the word and is spelled out, dot com. Great. And Facebook and Instagram. Wonderful. Is there anything else you would like to share with me today? I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I probably will think of a lot of things after we hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you taking your time to share with me. Oh, I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. I really do. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Paula. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of A Quilter's Life. You can find more stories on aquilterslife.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast player so each episode will be downloaded automatically. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving a review as it helps others to find the show? Also, I want to hear about you and your wonderful quilts. Please contact me, Paula Chamberlain, through the website or a Quilters Life Facebook group to set up an interview. And as always, thanks for listening.